Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. So how can you rise above the noise, eliminate the competition, and become the go-to source in your niche? Well, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about 11 ways to become a rainmaker in your niche. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the brand new Teach Your Passion course. It's a step-by-step online video course that shows you exactly how to create and sell your first product or course online. It's my exact six-step blueprint for how I've created courses over and over again. And once you learn the sim- the simple system, you can actually just replicate it yourself for any type of course in any kind of niche. To learn more, go to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash teach. All right, let's jump into the topic. So I believe in order to build something long term that you can be proud of, you need to become a rainmaker in your niche. So what is that term? What is a rainmaker? Well, a rainmaker is an influential character that has the ability to attract followers, build trust, and earn authority in a specific niche. Now, I can already hear what some of you are saying. Oh, I can't do that. After all, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Or, you know, I never really graduated from college. I don't consider myself to be a, a very good writer. Or, there's already too many experts blogging in my field. Well, if you have doubts as to whether or not you can build a successful blog, my first piece of advice would go to read a foundational blog post I wrote that's been one of the most popular ones on our Blogging Your Passion blog. It's called The Fear of Not Being Good Enough. And I won't go into the details of what I cover, but if you look in the show notes, you can find the link to go read that article. You see, the truth is that you have a unique perspective on the world that others want to hear. And the more that you can be like yourself, the more you're going to stand out from the competition. See, what often happens is most bloggers do the opposite. They try to mimic or become like somebody else. But really, that's how you become unnoticed. That's how you become just like everybody else. But when you become uniquely you, you share your stories, your experiences, and you do have experiences to share, you've got knowledge to impart, you do have advice to give, and all of that helps you to become a rainmaker and to stand out in your niche. So I'm going to go through these quickly, but here's 11 ways. Now, do you have to do all 11 to dominate your niche? No. But I'm sure some of you will have, hopefully, an aha moment with one or two of these ideas, and you can start and implement them even today. So here's 11 ways to become a rainmaker in your blogging niche. First one, see keyword research 
as content ideas. Now today, everyone is up in arms about keyword research, SEO. Do I need to spend time there? Google's making so many changes. Look, at the very, very minimum, here's what keyword research can do for you. It can help you to discover what people are searching for. Think about it. How many times have you gone to Google or one of the search engines and you've used it to ask a question? You've used it to try to find an answer to something. And see, if you have the ability to to find out what those questions are, you'll never run out of content ideas. Now, I use a tool. It's called the Keyword Researcher. And it's an easy tool that you can use to find some of those content ideas. And there's a link in the show notes if you want to check out the tool. It's actually even free. Uh, There's a free version that you can use to test it out and get some ideas even right now. But use keyword research as a way to filter content ideas. The more and more that you focus not on yourself, but on the questions that people are asking you will turn your mindset to the positive and be able to be a resource. Your blog becomes this vast encyclopedia, this resource that people are starving to find answers to. All right, number two, cast a wide net in a narrow niche. Now, the idea here is to select uh, a topic for what your blog is going to be about in general. And then what you want to do is cover every available subject in that niche. So the best way to do this is kind of decide on the the silos of your blog, the the categories of your blog. So maybe you end up with 10 to 12, or maybe even come down to 3 or 4, that's fine. Or just start off with 5. And then what you want to do is you want to look at those different silos, those different big categories of your niche, and start off by coming up with five topics for each category, and then create articles for each. And when you do this, your content is going to become balanced, and you're going to cast a wider net. See, what happens oftentimes is as bloggers on a particular topic, we kind of get those sugar stick things that we enjoy talking about. And what happens is we don't cover fully everything that's included in our niche. There are topics, I bet, that if you take time to research or to brainstorm or to think about, you haven't really fully covered. I know when I first started my career coach blog, that was true. There were areas about careers that I hadn't talked about. And I even had readers telling me, look, can you write an article about this? And I've searched your blog and I can't find one about it. I'm like, that is great. You know, when you have your audience telling you what to write, it's a good thing. But cast a wide net and a narrow niche. Here's the next one. Answer questions that people have in your niche. Now, this goes along with the keyword research, but I want to dive into it in a little bit more detail here. Look for questions that start with how, why, when, and what. And the real key here, and this is something that a lot of people struggle with, answer even the simplest of questions. It may seem simple to you, and you may think, well, no one wants to, for me to write a blog post on a simple question. But you will be amazed at how many people 
They're just not where you are in the journey. And you're answering the simple questions is something that was hard or difficult for them because they didn't know how to do it. I'll give you an example. Something that was simple, a simple post to write, and it almost seemed too elementary, has gotten the most, one of the most uh, comments and shares, and that is how to embed Amazon affiliate links into your blog post. Now, some of you that are more experienced bloggers are thinking, well, that's simple. That's not extremely difficult. I do that all the time. But for somebody just starting out or they've just signed up as an affiliate of Amazon, it can be a little bit daunting, the different options and how do you create it and turn it to a link. I want to make sure that I get credit for it as an affiliate and all those questions. So answering even the simplest of questions can help you to become a rainmaker in your niche. Here's another one. Write simple yet compelling headlines. Now, we often forget how important headlines can be. It's one of the number one things that I have to correct whenever I do. Uh, Oftentimes in the Blogging Your Passion University, the monthly members uh, will do blog reviews. And one of the things that I repeatedly try to emphasize is the using better headlines. You want to think of it as in terms of a newspaper or have you ever been in the grocery store and you've seen the magazines as you're checking out? They've got compelling headlines, things that make you want to pick it pick it up and look at it. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be um, extremely out there in your headlines where it doesn't match your content, but just take time to think about how you can do better headlines with better using better copywriting skills. One of the ways you can do this is just create a document. Now, I have a Google Docs document, a spreadsheet, that I simply capture headlines when I see them and I think, oh, that is good, or man, that made me want to click. Then I'll capture that headline and I can switch out the subject, I can adjust it or change it around, and I've probably got over 100 to 200 different headlines. And as I'm writing blog posts, I'll just peruse through that Google Doc spreadsheet and I'll look for three to four possible headlines that my blog post could be about. You say, well, why do you take all the effort to do that? Here's why. Here's two reasons why. First reason is, if you, let's say, if, if you are number three in the spot on the Google search, it's a proven fact that the number three spot can receive more traffic than the number one spot if the headline's more compelling. Here's the proof. You know, next time you do a search, look and see if you automatically just click the first thing that shows up. You don't. You look down through the page, and the one with the most compelling headline that matches what it is that you're trying to figure out, you're going to click on that one. So make sure that you use compelling headlines. Another reason is for social media. When people share it, oftentimes the title gets gets carried in. And if you've got a compelling headline on a title or you've got a compelling headline on uh, the text on your photo that you use for your blog post that's over on Pinterest, that alone will cause people to come check you out and read your blog post. So write simple yet compelling headlines. Here's another one. Begin building an email list now. Now there's so much more you can do to build authority when you have an email list. 
It allows you to continue the conversation, build trust, and help people to remember you. Now, when I first started out, I used MailChimp. Uh, It actually will allow you to collect the first 2,000 emails for free. So there's really no excuse to starting an email list. And you can also give away something free in exchange for email address, for the email address because that's going to build authority for you as well. Now, today, I use GetResponse. And there's some reasons that I've moved and converted over to GetResponse. But starting out, MailChimp is a great way to get started for free. So build that email list now. Get something up there and begin collecting email addresses. Next one, allow readers to connect with you in a personal way. Now, this is what can distinguish you from all others out there. You can turn a visitor into a follower by connecting with them in a personal way. And I think it's the reason, you know, some blogs are so popular. People can post comments and you can respond to them. If someone sends you an email, respond to them. In fact, if you're listening right now, Send an email to me. I will respond to you. It's important for me to do so. Now, I know and understand that the last thing you want to do is spend time in email all day long. But I believe it's important for you, especially when you're building something that um, you believe in, that you respond, that people see that you're personal. I even had somebody last week who sent me this email and genuinely had a good question I responded to them, and they responded back and were like, wow, thanks. I really didn't expect you to respond. It's almost like when people send you email, they almost think that you're not going to respond. So even a simple reply will surprise and shock people. So allow your readers to connect with you in a personal way. But what other things can you do? What about just to um, send an email to your list and say, hey, for the next hour, I'm going to be hanging on Google Hangout. I'd love to answer your questions and connect with you. That's something simple, easy, something you can do. Or hold a webinar. Webinars are great for people to connect with you in a personal way. Next, become an industry insider for your niche. Now, in order to become a real rainmaker, you need to always be learning. Become the biggest student in your niche. And if you're not willing to become the biggest learner and the biggest student, you've probably selected the wrong niche. You're probably in the niche for the wrong reasons. Maybe you're there because you think it'll make you money. But if you don't want to dedicate yourself to learning and growing and becoming a student, what happens is you become stale and boring and unnoticed. Read and learn all you can. And you can always turn turn this knowledge so that it can benefit others. So the goal is not to just puff up with a bunch of knowledge, but it's to turn around and benefit others. So become a big learner. Become that industry insider for your niche. All right, just a couple more. Next, create your own products. Now, this is one of the most powerful ways to build authority. I get questions all the time from, well, should I just wait until I get 10,000 people on my email list and then launch a product? Should I wait until my traffic grows or wait until I have enough Facebook fans? And and a lot of people just think they have to wait before they can start monetizing. You know, when I first launched my first product, I had less than 500 people on my email list. Uh, 
and had less than a thousand people a month coming to my blog. And yet, when I launched the product, I was able to sell 15 uh, course slots, which equal about $100 each in the opening weekend. I was even shocked myself. But that began to create some buzz, and it creates authority. It helps people to follow you. Even if they don't purchase your product, they see you as somebody who's an authority because they have products that are out there. So begin now thinking about creating your own products. And by the way, just to plug, if you don't know the process or it's too technical or you don't know the steps of how to do it, come join the community where we're working with many people who are about to launch their first course or product. In fact, I'm doing a, I'm doing a weekly hangout with a small group that they are probably 60 to 70% through the process of launching one of their first products on their blog. I'm so excited for them because they literally within the next 30 to 60 days of this recording will have ways for them to earn income on their blog about things they're passionate about. And if you'd like to join us again, come over to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash teach. You can take the course, jump into the course right now for only $30 a month. All right. Reach out to other bloggers. To be a rainmaker, you need to get to know some other bloggers. And see, over time, you can write guest posts for them, and you can expand your guest your your expertise. Um, they may, and this is what I found to be true, they may even begin to talk about you on their blogs as well, just by connecting with them, maybe writing for them, share their content. Um, don't see other bloggers as competition, but instead see them as sojourners traveling down the same path that you can learn from. It's so very important to be thinking in that and have that mindset of abundance instead of thinking that everyone's competition. All right, two more. Number 10, build your personal brand all over the web. Now, I will admit this will take some time, but rainmakers are everywhere. And you eventually want to get to the place where people begin to say, man, it seems like everywhere I turn, you're there. Now, that doesn't happen overnight. But when it comes to building a brand online, it really is not as difficult as you think to do. You, know, you can start by opening a Facebook fan page. takes less than five minutes to do. Open up a Twitter account. Maybe get on Google+. And then also what I encourage people to do is to find one in particular, one social media outlet in particular, and go deep with that one. I did this when I first started my career coach blog because I knew my audience was hanging out on LinkedIn. So if your target audience is workplace professionals, get on LinkedIn. That's where they're hanging out. And the good news is there's many automated systems that you can use to post new content on these pages that can help. I personally use CoSchedule, and there'll be a link in the show notes for CoSchedule. You can check it out and get a 30-day free trial. It's a WordPress editorial calendar that also allows you to easily, quickly set up social media posts that go with your blog post. It's a great tool, and I love to use it. And then finally, number 11, share great content not written by you. Now, this is so hard for people because they're like, 
Well, why would I be sending traffic, especially social media traffic, other places when I've worked so hard to get the likes or the follows? Why would I do that? Well, becoming an information conduit in your niche is the reason. Let me say that again. You want to become an information conduit in your niche. So if you refer people to great content, I promise you they're going to come back to you because you are where they're getting the source of good information. And it also gives that sense of generosity that you're not just trying to get people to look at your stuff, but you want to share. And that reciprocity, that value of reciprocity begins because you're the ones you're the one who always shares the great content even if it's not your own. They almost feel indebted to you in a good way. So you do this by providing helpful articles or tips on Twitter or Facebook even if it wasn't provided or written by you. Now, one of the best places to do this is Twitter. So if you read a good article, tweet about it. And like I said, most bloggers are afraid to point people toward others because they don't want to lose them as a follower. But if you are the information conduit, they'll come back to you again and again. All right, so there's 11 ways. I'm sure there's one that hopefully resonated with you. And I hope that you'll jump in and begin using that. Which one can you use right now, this week? Maybe it's the last one. Maybe you're not doing a good job of sharing other content. Then start there. But the bottom line is get started in becoming that rainmaker in your niche. It is very possible and something you can begin to do today. All right. Well, I just want to quickly give a shout out to Wes, who took the time to give us a five-star rating over on iTunes. Thank you, Wes. And he said, I've been picking my way through the podcast and learning every day. I have one blog going and working with a partner on another, and your advice is keeping our heads in the game. Please keep inspiring, and we will keep listening. I love that last phrase, because that is the goal here. I want to keep inspiring you guys since you don't give up and would love for you to continue listening as we share more. I've got many great things planned over the next couple of podcasts coming up. Some guest interviews that are just amazing. The content, the information that you can use is great. So stay tuned. We've got much more in the days ahead here at Blogging Your Passion. All right, so that's it for this episode of Blogging Your Passion. And again, until next time, go blog your passion and make a difference in someone's world.